You're listening to What We Say in the Shadows, dedicated to the FX show What We Do in the Shadows. Join us as we suck you into the world of the vampires of Staten Island. So sit back, relax, let your guard down, and join the ride in our journey to total domination. Welcome back to the second power-packed uh, and, well, pretty much lumped into the first one episode of what we say in the shadows and today with me again are quint hello and matt hello and i have some unfinished business with you people you do (laughs) well let's finish it uh we're going to be following up on the second it was like a power hour yeah Um, why did you say lumped in with the first because it was a completely different story you just mean as far as airing yeah okay yeah okay Okay. i was like there was like no inner there was a commercial and then it started yeah oh yeah go ahead we'll get to the details because i gotta something about that nothing bad i just okay comment on it uh so our second episode of the season the brand new season is ghosts uh, according to IMDb, it is described as the vampires hold a seance to deal with a ghost infestation, which leads to a larger infestation. <laughs> True. So, That's accurate. So, Matt, yep. yeah, pretty much. Uh, Matt, what information do you have about this? Okay, one? well, uh, again, we just talked about Kyle Nowichik and his body of work. He directed this one as well. Now, going to the writers, that has actually changed for this episode. Again, Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, they created it. But Paul Sims wrote this one. Paul Sims was a, is the executive producer, or at least he was season one. I'm sure he is this one, too. I haven't gone and looked that up. But he was also a major uh, point of, of uh, I should say, I think he was kind of more or less moderating that that uh, San Diego Comic-Con panel, which yeah. was awesome. We got a lot of... Uh, fans got to meet him in a sense and know his role behind all this so that's cool to see him writing and this william many guy his name is a staff writer again so i'm curious again as time goes on if this gets fleshed out a little bit more and rating let's see i gotta go back a page 8.3 so we're in the same range as well i will say again without tiffing my hand i like the first episode better at about at a point four star rating better. So that fits in exactly with what my feelings were for this. Okay. Now, what I wanted to say was there have been plenty of times on TV premieres where it's two episodes in one and they, they, even though it's two distinctively different stories, by the time you look at the entire broadcast, they tend in my experience, not to, do a full credit sequence, and then a full opening. They just kind of let it run for the entire hour yeah. or two hours. I was really surprised to see this uh, be full, two full one-half-hour yeah. episodes like already edited, produced, and in the can. And I wonder, I don't remember. No, we got the I know we got the air date earlier this year, like two months ago, but I don't know if they said it was going to be two episodes at once. I wonder if they made this an hour-long block to give us what I to go back to what I said last, last episode to get everyone a full hour distraction of everything going on because a half hour is great but an hour of this especially this caliber is even better so i don't know i hadn't heard anything but seeing how they were completely edited as full episodes to be aired on different dates i wonder if they if between fx and the producers and everyone else if they had decided to and they're not necessarily even related they're not that's why i'm wondering if i don't know or i mean this may have been planned from the get-go before any of this quarantine and shelter in place started but I would like to think that they maybe had so, a little bit of it. Here's the thing. 
I, I don't give a flying fuck. I got an <laughs> hour of what what we do in the shadows when I fucking needed it a lot. And um, shit, that was a blessing in itself. So I, I just don't care. Well, here's the only um, reason I actually would care about that is that now the season is one shorter. week shorter. Mm, that is true. However, so far it is so rewatchable that I'm good. Yeah, okay. Just watch it again. Like I've watched it twice already in less than 24 hours and I could watch it again right now. <laughs> right. You know, like it's that good. So, uh, yeah, no, I got no, I, I mean, I, I wish they would put out a bunch more episodes, like, like triple the episodes for next season. That would be nice, but yeah, we'd get what we get. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's start with our three takeaways. Okay. Matt, we'll start with you. I'm going first. Yeah. Okay. I am going to say, I'm going to actually pick right up where I left, where I started, actually not where I left off. I'm going to start the same way I started last time. Guillermo, we got more character development. He actually questions Nandor. He actually kind of stands up to him and kind of uh, takes him one-on-one in logic because to set the stage, there was... uh, a feeling that there's ghosts in the house and Nandor is talking about how ghosts aren't real. And Guillermo does the, huh, that we talked about last episode. Uh And he says, after years of working for you, a known vampire, I've seen werewolves, necromancers, a zombie, and several Babadooks, but a ghost, that's where we draw the line. And I love Nandor's response. Several, you saw one Babadook. Don't exaggerate. (laughs) But he did. He showed some strong... That's like one of the first times... No, that's not true. Not one one of the first times. He stood up to him before, but this was more of a... This is a little more snide. Yeah, the first snarky. one... Snarky. Yeah. That's what like, I'm looking for. Like, we're looking at the... The last one was when he went for his citizenship. citizenship. And he said, yeah, he stood up to him, but he stood up to him very impassionedly. Yeah. This was more yeah. snarky. This is like, really? This you're, is... You're he hasn't yeah. had enough. there's no ghosts? This is him not having yes. any sleep. Oh, well, it's him not having any sleep. It's also not him getting upset. It's also him starting to think, you know, you. That was kind of a dumb thing you just said without saying that. You yeah. Know? Right. I like that because I don't think that's the end of this nope. with these two. Oh, no. All right, Quint, what's your first takeaway? All right. I, I'm, I'm going there because um, dick and fart jokes are just fucking funny. <laughs> and the whole fart joke that they made when Nadja first tried to summon a ghost, or did actually, but we'll get to that, I'm sure. But but when that whole seance summoning scene happened and uh, all of the fart jokes started happening because of some gurgle in the pipe somewhere, <laughs> uh, you know, the, 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 oh, fuck it, whatever, the, the, 40 however year old in me just fucking started <laughs> laughing like crazy um i i will always be there for a dick and fart joke and these ones did not disappoint uh yeah someone summoned a breakfast burrito burrito <laughs> guillermo did you fart <laughs> And then Nadia Did you make a fart? Someone is in great suffering. And Colin Robinson had an actual joke. Yes. Said it was yes. sure it isn't someone suffering from IBS. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that that whole that whole scene was awesome, but but the culmination of it with that and Nadia walking off in a huff, I I really did enjoy. <laughs> uh, my takeaway 
is very very close to the beginning uh after the uh after the all the furniture in the reading room has been stuck up and then the drawer opens and <laughs> and he, he reads the note he says look it says laszlo sucks and it's backwards laszlo doesn't suck and if it did it wouldn't be backwards <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just my made me laugh too mention. much. Oh, made me laugh too much. That was that was great. That whole the uh, even the 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 editing and the camera work was great. The he the all the we he turns he hears a noise. He turns around. We see the bookshelf. We the camera pans back to him at the desk. He hears another sound. He turns around. And all the books are taken off the shelves and. <laughs> And stacked up like like a la Ghostbusters. At first yeah. I, actually, the first watching of this, I looked at Christy and said, "No normal human would stack books like yeah. this." <laughs> I had to do the Ghostbusters joke. That was yep. that was a good little uh, little effect scene. I'm sure it wasn't. Yeah. It isn't nearly their most difficult effect, but it was good. No, I, yeah, I agree. I I thought that was really fun. All right, Matt, your second take. Okay, I am going to jump way ahead in the story, and I have. There's no way, because it's as perfectly creepy as it is awesome, and that is the uh, ghost-possessed Nadia doll. Oh! Oh, which part? Just the idea of it alone. The whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. So, I mean, to recap for anyone that maybe hasn't seen in a couple days, we're we're now at the point in the story, from my takeaway, where the three vampire ghosts have been summoned. And they they've paired off basically throughout the house. And Nadia and Nadia Ghost, after first not getting along so well, are now getting on like gangbusters. And they've decided that Nadia Ghost needs to stick around. But instead of just having a ghost float around the house, she's going to possess this doll, which at first glance doesn't look like her until he, she possesses her. And then it looks just fucking like her in yes. doll form. Yeah. And the eyes blink, the mouth moves. The hands move. That was the best part. Was like when 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 Jeff's just she can't even say the name. So Jeff Jeff comes, comes in and she finally tells. She's actually said Nadia the the vampire Nadia says Jeff fuck off for real this time, and she the the doll's like oh he's so pathetic I love him and she puts her finger like a hand phone with her her little finger out in the thumb up saying call, call me. me that doll I hope. I hope. Oh, I then, think I hope there can't be the end my, of that. My, my fear oh. is that next episode is going to be like, so me and Nadia die. They couldn't, and they show her throwing it in a lake or something. It's like, you know, that could happen. I mean, they've done that where they jump ahead. Yeah, I but hope they don't. I, I don't think Nadia, they are. Oh. I hope Nadia doll's around for. The Nadia doll, if it wasn't so creepy, I'd want one. Well, you know, you know, the longer that doll sticks around. Marketing. It's, it's No, well, I wasn't thinking that. Uh, story-wise, eventually those two are not going to get along. Oh, yeah. Because they are too much. So, they are the same person. So did did anybody else get the conky vibe from this? Ah, kind of. Now you mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally got the conky vibe from this. Um, and, and it was, it was actually... Uh, was my number two. It's not anymore because I'm <laughs> bumping it off the list because we're talking about it now. But yes, when when the the uh, Nadja doll was flirting with Jisk, yes. I just it, that was just the the most hilarious fucking shit ever. When she was a ghost, what did she say? Who is that delicious little looking piece? Or who's that delicious looking little piece of hummus? Is that what she called? Yes, something like hummus. That, yeah, I've never heard. Yes, that's <sighs> oh, great. I loved, uh, yeah, that doll. At first, it, it was like, oh, that's like, that's creepy as fuck. But it's like, it's so creepy, it's awesome. And it's, 
awesome that and then she's walking it around the house and she's critiquing how she would have decorated it rather than how Nadia and Laszlo actually decorated it. <laughs> yep. That doll, I hope I hope that's the oh last my God, that, that doll. doll has I hope that's a major character this yep. season. Yep. It's even got the bangs. It does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Christy's got a picture of it on the computer now. It's that's awesome. Uh, yeah. uh, I wonder if what's her name, Natasha uh I forget her last name. Where did she got to keep that at the end of the season? Oh God, I hope, I hope so. so. That would have been cool. All right. Uh Quint. Oh, that's right. Quint second. I'm sorry, yes. My second. Uh thanks for cutting my head off again, you dick. <laughs> now now he was just doing his husbandly duties. <laughs> that pair of lines together is just fucking uh at, the interaction with, with Laszlo Jesk and Nadja was just absolutely fucking perfect to me again um it, it brought everything back from last season the you know the whole uh three-way love affair between them from last season brought it all back in just like those two lines and i loved it it was awesome well we talked about how is gregor gonna come back because she that was the premise right. of his character was yeah. that she always finds always his lover back. and we thought um at one point maybe we didn't but we discussed that oh god what if she finds him right after he's born how's that gonna be but it would be funny that her trying to raise a kidnapped baby of of sorts but this makes more sense and i i watched very closely that second viewing he now correct me if i'm wrong because I was also writing very much this reading. He never told her what his unfinished business was, nope. did he? So he, no, so he's that, not ghost, gone. that ghost is still. Yeah, he's not gone. He's not gone. Okay. Oh, he is not gone. Okay, good. No, no Nadja, Nadja and, and Jesk are still here. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nadja and, and there's two ghosts still around. Right. Uh, let's and see. that's probably going to be. Oh, that actually makes sense here. I'm going to throw my theory out there. His was going to be. Being with her forever, so maybe those two ghosts will. Ah, uh, hers is getting yeah, the rocks off. Right. Maybe. Yeah. She did say she's incredibly horny. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> we both used the same words the same way. Okay, sorry. Okay, what was yours? All right, my second one. All right. All last season, I just want to know more about Colin. I am uh-huh, intrigued, uh-huh, and I think uh-huh. we finally get the dipstick in and see a little bit, a taste of what he is. In the fact that they all talk about uh, the whole thing about the, the, the soul ghost, leaving yes, the bed and yeah. the, being a ghost. And they're like, Colin Robinson, I don't know about you. And he's like, I, I don't really know what my deal is. I just keep <laughs> on trucking. So the fact that he doesn't even know how he got to be this way. Yeah, I think this is foreshadowing. Oh, I really yeah, too. Yeah, and I got I more think to this say is about something, this in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> And I think this is really where, where a lot of this season is going, and I hope so anyway. And in lo- well, definitely in looking at the synopsis of the first six se- six episodes, there's a heavy Colin Robinson coming up, heavy, heavy. Uh, so I think we're gonna find out exactly what I kept saying at the end of last season. I want to know more. I think I'm actually gonna get that that dream come true. <laughs> All right. Matt, your takeaway. So, okay, my last takeaway, and it's actually perfect to go right behind yours because I think not only do I think you're right that this is a setup for Colin Robinson, but I think the very last scene was a major hint to Colin Robinson's vamp- energy vampire origin. I think the grandmother he summoned 
was who turned him into an energy vampire. Oh. Because she started to drain even him to the point that he got so uncomfortable that he ended the seance so she'd go away. Yep. Maybe he doesn't what know was the that- last line because my my recording cut off the last line. Uh she says, "Oh, I think I have it." Oh, uh, there's so many questions I yeah. have for you. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, I'm really busy doing blah blah blah," and then, "Oh, I don't have what exactly what he said." I think he just says, "Bye, Grandma," and blows oh, okay. out the candle Something like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, the candle blowout. Okay, yeah. that's how he got rid of her. Yeah, I yeah. was just like, "How did he get rid of her?" Yeah, he blew out the candle and she was gone. Yeah, because she starts uh, asking all those questions like, "How have you been? It's been so long since yeah. I've seen you. I have so many questions," and he gets. Like I said, he gets uncomfortable, he gets agitated, and he has to get away from her. I don't know if he knows that's how, but maybe there's so it's there's it's so little of a scene, and you can formulate so many questions. I'm thinking he doesn't realize that he just knows he's uncomfortable around her. But then again, why did he summon her just to tell the updog joke? Possibly, maybe he was originally going to ask her more questions because he does know that's who it was, but it but the energy drain was so quick he couldn't take it and it, and want to come back to it. I think his grandmother is who turned him into an energy vampire. Ooh. So that's an interesting take. I had a different take on that scene. Okay. Um, my take on that scene was something that I'd seen throughout the entire episode, which is not only does Colin Robinson feed on humans, he can feed on ghosts Ooh. because he He's fed on several ghosts through this episode, and I think he summoned his grandmother straight up to just feed on her with the updog joke, joke, and then just tossed her away and cut her off because, eh, whatever. I I got my feeding from the updog joke. Thank you. Next. That was my feeling. Yeah, but I don't think he fed off her on the updog joke because she laughed at it. Yeah, I it don't know. That's the whole thing. I think that's that's what he was finally looking for was someone to actually laugh at his stupid fucking joke. Oh, I thought it was the other way. I thought it was him wanting them to him wanting to do the punchline and people getting drained from it because it's so bad. Yeah, that's what mm. I thought. So it'll be interesting to see how this yeah. goes. Because I I saw him draining off ghosts at the very least. Yeah, oh no, right? I, I he mean, was with the other ones, but I I still I yeah I mean. Well, it's it's such a short scene to draw something from, but I I honestly think that's who turned him into one because he even said he doesn't know what his deal is. He says, "I don't, that's what he yeah, said." No, I, he I, says, "I don't even I know what my it. deal is. I just keep on trucking." No, I get it, it and I I think this is this is awesome because it's going to be fun to see what what this boils down to right. later on the season. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Quint, your last takeaway. So, uh, this was originally number four, but. I think this is very deserving of, of number three. And it's, um, it is another Nadja and Laszlo interview where they're sitting in their <laughs> chairs with their, their stuff behind them. And, and, uh, they're discussing whether ghosts are real or not. And Laszlo is protesting that ghosts are not real. And he is a man of science. And Nadja says, all right, then Dr. Asshole. And I just, fucking lost it when she said all right then dr asshole Asshole. yeah yeah uh just like the rest of the scene was funny too when he continued on with his asinine (laughs) you know description of of his His science medieval science (laughs) remedies and causes she just kind of like does the fake jack off (laughs) 
Yeah, but yeah, just just her just her delivery of all right then, Doctor Asshole was perfect. <laughs> I I yeah, it just it again. I am a simple man. I have simple humor <laughs> pleasures, and this was one of them. Uh, my last takeaway is the whole interaction with Laszlo with his ghost. And I was oh, even yeah, I, you, I yeah. was even pointing yeah. out to Matt that that so we we've been fans of of Matt Berry for a long time and his his voice was a little higher when he was younger. And yes. you can definitely hear that especially on um oh god what was it? The hospital. The hospital. Oh, uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark On Place. Garth oh, yeah. Marenghi, his voice is so much higher. Well, it's up here. And that was the voice he had, kind of like indicating that he was younger, but especially when his, apparently as, as equally Randy, uh, <laughs> ghost tells him that he can't satisfy his, his uh, uh, arousal. And I need your meat hands to do it. <laughs> Perhaps we can get the right friction. I believe your meat hands can provide the friction needed for me to complete my yes, final. Your meat hands would give orgasm. me the traction. Yes. The traction. That's traction. what I yep, yep. The traction yes. was yes. The, the, the key word there that, that, that got me. It was like, uh, your meat hands might provide the traction. Oh, yes. Just that whole idea uh-huh. and that whole relationship. Of him with his own ghost was priceless. Uh, and, and just the fact that he, you know, that that was that was the only scene that was needed between the two of them because, of course, he's going to jerk himself off. Like, of course, why he? you know, like like there's there's not even a question that that this isn't going to happen. So, and scene, you know, I I was actually uh, surprised he was lamenting the fact that he did it. I thought he'd be proud that he helped himself out in the final. Throws of I his. He, uh, I, don't, I don't think he really wants to admit. No, to I it. well, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but I thought there'd be just kind of like that. I thought I thought it would be played off more like he would never tell anyone what he did, but he'd have that smirk that he was happy to send his soul to eternal rest that way. But maybe I see. Oh, trust me, I see the uh, other side of it as well. That would be quite uncomfortable. Oh God! <laughs> Probably discuss this on Patreon. A right, little right, more. yeah. <laughs> What's yours, dear? That was mine. Oh, was you're right. His. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I thought that was quits. My bad. Yep. So uh, now we have our lovely job of ranking of two. Yes, this is true. So, uh, Matt, what would you rank this in the list of two? I like this. And there's a lot of this we didn't discuss yet, especially with there was only one other ghost that didn't even get a mention in this. So we'll talk about that in the Patreon uh, extended thing, which... We should mention before yes. we get our wrap up that you can find more about that at patreon.com slash neozaz. That's where we keep the recording going after the general release to talk more about the episode. But between the two so far, I still put one as number one. And this is no slouch. It's a strong two, but it's my number two. All right, Quint, your opinion. Yeah, and I, I can't really argue with that. I mean... Um, this is a really, really strong episode. It's uh, 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 it's it's a it's a every for everything that Matt just said. I think that the first episode trumps this only just because of Benedict Wong's yeah. <laughs> uh, portrayal of the the necromancer, and and that just just puts it a level a, uh, higher than this one. 
And that's really the only reason to me. This is just as strong of an episode to me. I'm going to be a dissenting voice and say that I find this to be the number one. Wow. Oh, nice. The number one of those two, because there were so many more things that I laughed at. I laughed at a bunch in the first episode. But this one, between the doll and the recurrence of Jeff and... And the whole thing with him not being able to understand his old self because oh, he can't God, speak yeah. the language. But like each of them getting to see <laughs> themselves we or having, into that. No. having the realization that they have ghosts. Yeah, That was, yeah. I was going to say, since we still have a few minutes, that was probably my biggest takeaway. I, I actually... I kind of wish I'd made this one of my takeaways more more of a concept than a, than a particular scene. The idea of... of Summoning the ghost of your human life, your corporeal body. Well, I guess they're still corporeal because they're still walking around. The idea of ghosts before you're a vampire was creative as hell. That was so such a great idea. I don't know if they came up with it. It's it was new to me, but it was it was great. It was a great. And after seven hundred years, yeah, they're just thinking of doing it now. Yeah. Well, I, and not only that, uh, the the seven hundred year gap is even well for some of them. The seven hundred year, I don't think Lazo's quite that old, but right, yeah. still, that that multi century gap is so cool because it's like it's like that whole. What have you been doing for seven hundred? Like the Nadja thing. What have you been doing for seven hundred years? Sort of thing, yeah. and and you know we see this especially with Nandor's arc where it's like. He doesn't even remember his native language. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's just a brilliant, brilliant juxtaposition of characters playing against each other that, or, or against themselves. That's fun. And Nadia was speaking another language, too, when she first arrived. Yes. The uh, right. ghost Nadia. That well, was all cool. three of them were. Well, not Laszlo, because he's Laszlo British. Was, yeah, La- Laszlo was British yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But, yeah. It just... and, uh, and the well, fact that is that... a different language, though, the... isn't it? Sure, yeah, sure. Well, sort of, yeah. <laughs> um, the um the the idea was brought up by Nandor like it was there was it was twofold it was almost too simple to be real and the fact that Nandor was saying it Nadia's immediate reaction he's like well we don't we have ghosts technically we are dead and she's like no and then she's like huh <laughs> and she's yeah there, she's like it suddenly <laughs> blows it off because Nandor said it yeah. right. And then all three of them just kind of look at each other and go, and that's when we, uh, we're going to talk about this in our Patreon stuff. So I'm cutting that off because it's one of my things. So not only do we have Patreon that you could listen to if you go ahead and subscribe and contribute, but we also do have our Facebook page. This is new, uh, for what we say in the shadows. Let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear uh, feedback on what you think about these eff- uh, these, <laughs> these, these eff- episodes these eff- and eff- and eff- and uh, these episodes and uh, find us on, on facebook.com and uh, as well as check us out on neozaz.com at any point and uh, thank you Quint oh anytime I love this show I will talk about this at length with anyone recording or not and thank you Matt you're welcome my pleasure absolutely I, I do love I love talking about the show as much as watching it I love reliving this alright and we will see you on a single episode <laughs> next week <laughs> <laughs>